Hey guys, how are you going? Welcome to episode 3 of the Cadinia Clouder AFLW Report. Unfortunately, another loss to the Cats this week as we went down to a rampaging uh, Kangaroos outfit. 10-6-66 to 3-2-20, a 46-point loss at home on what was uh, a weird Friday the 13th, let's put it that way. Uh, it's hard to talk about sports this week as... Not only has most of them been cancelled, but there is a global viral pandemic happening at the moment, and Australia's just been hit hard in the last fortnight. We don't really know if the AFLW season will continue. As of tonight, the AFL has postponed a a meeting or an interview or a press conference in regards to whether or not the AFL will go ahead. On Thursday night, I'm currently recording this on Tuesday night, so it's two days away, the AFL opening round, and I cannot see the AFLW season happening or continuing if the AFL is cancelled. So, best case scenario, I think, obviously the season goes ahead, but I've been hearing rumours that, you know, the grand final just gets played this weekend immediately before, you know, anything gets worse, which would mean North Melbourne and Fremantle would just play off in a grand final I've heard the the top two teams from each conference would play each other. You know, one of conference A plays two of conference B and vice versa, and then they the winners of that play off in a grand final when we just fast-track the end of this season. Uh, it seems increasingly unlikely that the rest of the AFLW season will happen. We did have no fans in attendance to all but one of the games in the previous round of AFLW. I was lucky enough to attend... The Cats game on Friday night between, uh, against the Kangaroos. I thought I'd better get down there. I was already going, but I thought I'd better get down there because it might just be the last game I get to see, not only for a while, but potentially this year because it's still a big question mark that hangs over the AFLW season and the AFL itself. So, uh, yeah, still a lot a lot going on this week. It, it's, it's weird to really contemplate that, you know, we might at least, at the very least, be seeing a postponed... AFLW and AFL seasons, but there's a fair chance it might not happen altogether if things are getting as bad as it's uh, reportedly meant to be, and we've seen it happen in countries overseas, and if it if it's going to get that bad in Australia, then there's no way there's going to be any sport played. So while there still is meant to be a round played next week, let's talk about the round that just went by. As I mentioned, the Cats went down to North Melbourne. We started fantastically in the first half, kicking the first goal. Phoebe McWilliams was just in the right place at the right time. A ball bounced on the line. It just bobbled up into her hands and she just kicked a goal right on the goal line. It was fantastic. I thought we were off to a great start and you know things were li- really looking up. Our intensity was high. We seemed to be beating them out of the midfield. Um, they obviously have, obviously have a pretty dominant midfield force and there were some uh, players for North Melbourne that just kept uh, destroying us all day. Jazzy Garner playing midfield this season is probably going to win the league best and fairest. 18 disposals, 6 tackles and 3 goals in the second half was amazing. And Emma King in the ruck was also fantastic. Jenna Bruton had 21 disposals. Emma Carney had 22 disposals. And Ash, little Ash Riddell had 23 and 7 tackles. So we were just getting absolutely demolished out of the middle. Um, their tackling 
um, in the second half was just amazing, and, and they that's why they piled 10 goals on straight to us. Um, our second goal came from Megan McDonald, who got a 50 and pretty much kicked it almost directly in front uh, in the first quarter, and I thought, here we go. We're, we're absolutely on fire here. We've kicked two goals to nothing, and you know we're holding North Melbourne at bay. Uh, it was a pretty tightly contested game, but we seemed to have all the run of play in the first half. Uh, in the second quarter, Julia Crockett-Grills kicked an amazing snap off a, a attempted North Melbourne exit from our forward line, picked it up pretty cleanly and snapped it around the corner and kicked a great goal. It was actually nominated for goal of the week. So that was a great effort, but unfortunately from there, we didn't score. We did not score a single point in the second half. And this is a second game, if you look back to the Brisbane game, where we've just unfortunately faded out in the second half. Um, a big reason uh, for that happening this game was the unfortunate news that uh, Nina Morrison has done a second ACL, um, which was terrible to see. And, and because there was only so little fans there at the ground, you know, it was right over the other, other wing to where I was sitting, but you could hear her screaming from the other side of the ground. It was It was shocking. It, you know, I was there taking photos and you just think it's a light-hearted footy match. It was already eerie enough that there was only about a thousand people there. And, you know, from the way the media was acting, if you go to the game, you're going to get this get this cold that's going around. But, um, yeah, it was just terrible to see. She got dragged down by another player, another North Melbourne player, who immediately put her hand up Um which was a good effort by her just to alert the medical staff that she'd injured herself. But yeah, she was just screaming immediately. She had the uh, green whistle straight away. She was obviously in a, a heap of pain. And then the replay came up and you could see quite clearly her knee just buckled. And it's probably the probably the worst ACL I've ever seen in any game of football. You could just you could see it physically just tear and, and her knee just sort of ripped. And it just it looked terrible. And the poor thing was so upset. And I felt... No, all the energy that we had in the first half was just absolutely sucked out of the game from that point. And, you know, the crowd was really flat. And I think North Melbourne uh, really just took over control of the game from there because we sort of capitulated. And, and I can completely understand that it's, you know, it's hard enough for the AFL guys to sort of keep composed. They've probably had much more experience in it. But, you know, when one of your teammates goes down... You know, if if one of your workmates goes down with an injury at work, it's it's going to be hard for you to focus for the the rest of your day. Um, yeah, it really put a damper on on the whole week, and it was just such a weird game after that. North piled on, you know, goal after goal. They kicked ten goals straight, and it was a five point lead, and they ended up winning by forty six points. So it was a very unfortunate um, accident. Um, a lot of people have commented on, you know, Nina saying, you know, she's two two ACLs from two seasons. Now, this one was a clear, you know, accident. The, the first one, while there was no footage of it, was just in a training drill under her own duress. So this one was a, a clear, um, you know, instance of just an accident just falling the wrong way. So it's not like her, her knees are failing or anything. Um, so we wish her all the best and hope that she can come back, you know, next season stronger and better than ever like she has this year and she was playing fantastically for us so far this season so you know it, it hurts that we lose a player it hurts you know that we're we lost that game and we're probably out of finals contention now we do have GWS next week who I think six points ahead of us or eight points ahead of us so we need to beat them hope they lose the next game and then also win our last game as well and some percentage to even you know hope that we might scrape into finals but 
all of that might not even be happening anyway. So, um, yeah, bit of a weird game, and we sort of look forward to next week half-heartedly, but if this was the last game, you know, there were some highlights to take out of the first half. Um, obviously, I mentioned Phoebe McWilliams' goal, who'd kicked three in the last two weeks and looks looks to just be hitting her straps this year, which is unfortunate because, as I keep mentioning, there might not be any more straps to hit after this. Astro O'Connor performed pretty well in the ruck, actually, um, you know, winning one more hit out than Emma King and performing pretty solidly to have a couple of inside 50s and a couple of strong marks around the ground as well. Kate Darby led quite well and marked pretty strongly. Uh, Crockett Grills, as I mentioned, 12 disposals, 5 tackles and a goal, which is a fantastic performance. She's actually been pretty consistent throughout the whole year as well. Rochelle Cranston had some uh, moments of brilliance with four tackles, but wasn't able to hit the scoreboard like we would have liked her to. She's been our you know, number one X-Factor player throughout the season and has been relatively consistent in, you know, just getting getting some score on the board and, um, you know, just giving us a, a couple of options up forward. Um, Megan McDonald, again, was just fantastic for the whole game. Um, probably still could go in the running to be winning our best and fairest, even after missing two games so or three games. She's been fantastic every single week, and... You can tell in the way she plays, she's clearly just one of the best players in the league, let alone for Geelong. So um, another 12 disposals for her and five marks was fantastic. Uh, one of the real live wife uh, defenders we've had of our of our young players this season has been Amy McDonald. She's got a, a heap of dare. She she seems to just grab the ball and run and she's and and look for attacking options in inside the corridor. And she she has such a unique kicking style. It looks really weird, but she sort of drops the ball. You know, her arms almost, you know, bent at a right angle with her elbow and she drops the ball sort of dead straight and she just kicks these really good kicks that just, you know, seem to just drift over the, the fingertips of defending players and fall into the arms of a Cats player. So she's been a great highlight to watch this year. Uh, Olivia Purcell, again, our leading, leading disposal winner with 18 and five tackles. She she probably will win the best and fairest. Um, overall, it was a pretty good team performance in the first half and... It's hard to really gauge what happened in the second half after such a devastating injury to um to Nina and it, yeah it's it's it was just you know it was just a weird weird second half to watch everyone was sort of in shock and yeah it was a bit strange so as I mentioned we do have GWS next week at uh, ten past five I believe that will be played in Sydney as I just click on my little link here and find out yeah that will be played at Giant Stadium so. That is rostered to be played at 10 past 5 on Saturday. So if it is happening, it looks like it's a, looks like it's a Channel 7 game. So get around the girls if it is being televised. You know, let's have a really positive last two games to finish the season off. Whether or not we make finals, um, we're just sorting to start, start to hit our straps. And yeah, obviously that injury and just a couple of things have fallen away. I think for the season as a whole, for the second season uh, for the Geelong Cats AFLW team in the league, it's been a positive that pretty much every single one of our games we've played in a great game style. We haven't really given up um, in regards to, you know, lowering our heads and letting a team run away with it. Obviously, North Melbourne kicked 10 goals straight in the uh, second half. And it was, um, you know, pretty disappointing. That's probably the the biggest, well, it is the biggest loss that we've ever had. Um, So we hope that we can just, you know, maybe scrounge another win for the rest of the season. We've got the Giants 
And then we've got Collingwood, so it's a pretty rough run going in towards the end, and both the Giants and Collingwood are pushing for finals in their respective conferences. So you'd, you'd think we'd just have a crack for the last couple of games and um, you know give the fans you know more, more of a reason to cheer for us, and I'm sure we'll all get behind the girls this year. I, I've personally enjoyed the hell out of this AFLW season, and I, I love watching the girls play. I love watching the Cats play in general. So um, until next week, if there is another episode next week, we will give you an update then. You'll keep an eye on our socials and feel free to leave a comment in, in the comments if you are listening to this, how you feel the AFLW in general is going, how do you feel the Cats have gone so far in their first couple of seasons, what do you think uh, this, you know, the 17-game proposed AFL season, how do you think that's going to affect the Cats AFL? Uh, if you have anything to comment, please feel free to put it through. We're getting right into the thick of footy stuff now. Whether or not it starts, there's a heap of news going around at the moment. So uh, the main podcast went up just today, just um, yesterday. We recorded it between me and Ol. We talked uh, at length about all the issues regarding the, the AFL um, season changes. So there should be an announcement tomorrow, Wednesday, um, in regards to if round one's going ahead and what the go is going to be. So hopefully it's good news, but obviously we are thinking of everyone affected by what's going on around the world at the moment. Um, hope everyone stays safe. Uh, we'll see you or you'll hear us in the next podcast. We'll be doing some talking regardless whether or not the footy goes on anyway. So... Stay safe, everyone. Thanks for listening. Feel free to leave a like and a comment down below in the comments, and we'll hear you in the next one. Thanks, guys. Have a good one.